0: In 1916, during his very first year in Anchorage, the Anchorage Daily Times wrote the following. Joe Spinard caused considerable excitement Saturday afternoon when he attempted to drive his yellow car through the doors of Robarts' pool hall. He made the attempt for a box of cigars promised to him by Jack Robarts. If he accomplished the feat, otherwise, he was going to have to pay for the damages. Joe is still smoking his pipe. Joseph Joe Arthur Spinard was born in 1879 in Ottawa, Canada. Around 1906, he married Edith Llewellyn. Alaska, here we come. In 1909, Spinard and his wife arrived in Valdez, where he opened a second hand business. When things got slow, he pushed a handcart filled with merchandise through the streets. The pushcart developed into a transfer business in 1913, which he advertised as City Express, a delivery and taxi service. The Tent City Days Joe and his wife moved to Anchorage in 1916, when it was still a tent city, where Joe continued his City Express service. He used an REO truck and attached a sign to his radiator with bright yellow letters. Time and tide will not wait. But City Express is never late. <laughs> Always a showman. Spinard would run ads like the following that appeared in the Anchorage Daily Times on June 26, 1916. Of all the cars, both big and small, the yellow car just beats them all. Complete satisfaction— nothing less, is given by the City Express. (laughs) Yes, Joe Spinard bought a yellow suit with a matching plug hat and wore the rather gaudy outfit on special occasions, and really as often as he could. On May 1916, the Cook Inlet pioneer, later the Anchorage Daily News, reported the following, The genial, fun-loving Joe Spinard played the part of Santa Claus to about a hundred school children yesterday. Joe dressed in his famous yellow suit with top hat to match, took the youngsters in relays for an auto ride through the streets of Anchorage, and judging from the smile Joe wore and the singing and laughter of the children, the pleasure was mutual. The Tale of Lake Spinard. About five miles out of town was a lake, Known as Jeter Lake, which was an unofficial title, it was named after a homesteader named Thomas Jeter. But the lake was in Chugach National Forest and was closed to homesteading. Thomas Jeter had to move. Not long after, the land was open to homesteading, and Joe Spinard took up 160 acres as a homestead that included the lake. Spinard set out to develop the lake and the surrounding land into a full scale resort, complete with a roadhouse, bathhouses, and a bathing beach. The creation of Spinard Road. Needing access to his resort, Joe Spinard persuaded members of the local Anchorage Elks Club to help him cut trees and build a trail from Ninth Avenue and L Street across Chester and Fish Creek valleys to the lake. The trail, is now Spinard Road. Spinard Lake Resort Joe's Spinard Lake and Dance Pavilion became very popular with Anchorage residents. But on the night of May 24, 1917, a fire thought to be set by careless hunters completely destroyed Joe's houses, dance pavilion, picnic area, and other improvements. The end of their time in Anchorage. Health problems caused Joe to sell his yellow car and business ventures. The Spinards left for the lower 48 in 1917 for the winter with plans to return in the spring. But they never did. To learn more about Joe, check out the story of Joe Spinard. You'll find the link right here. Spinard Lake came back from the ashes. The lake continued to be a popular summer and winter place for recreation for Anchorage residents. In the winter, Spinard Beach Park, as it was called, was a popular place to ice skate, and in the summer, as many as 800 local residents and visitors would swim there on weekends. The First U.S. President Visits In 1923, President Warren G. Harding became the very first U.S. President to visit Alaska. President Harding came to dedicate the Alaska Railroad, but while he was in Anchorage, he spent part of an afternoon at Spinard Lake. Anchorage's Largest Suburb In 1975, Spinard was a separate city and Anchorage's largest suburb. Between 1935 and 1950, Spinard's population went from 3,000 to 47,000 residents, and in 1949, The first post office was established in Spinard. That story follows. Did you know that you can support Anchorage Memories VIP newsletter? Your Anchorage Memories VIP newsletter is free, and it always will be. But some of our members have asked if there was a way to support the efforts here to bring you these wonderful memories, pictures, and stories. Well, we're happy to say that there is a way for you to support Anchorage Memories VIP Newsletter. As a paid subscriber, you get subscriber-only editions of these newsletters, filled with even more great memories, pictures, and stories. And we've made it super easy for you to support us. You'll even get 10% off the first year's subscription. Check it out in the link provided. The Spinard Post Office. Now, I want to let you know that the photos and information supplied here or courtesy of John Parker. In 1949, the sign on the Quonset Hut building in the picture reads, Post Office, Spenard, Alaska. This was the very first building on the corner of Spenard Road and Fireweed. A second building was added later on, and a building that is now home to Chilkoot Charlie's. Here's the story. The Quonset buildings were purchased from Army Surplus in Seward, John Parker's father, Ken Parker, went to Seward by train in 1947 to purchase the Quonset building which was erected on the site in 1948. The building served as the post office and Parker's store which was the first department store in Spinard. In 1950, John Parker, his brothers Dave and Don, and grandmother Carrie can be seen in front of the post office and Parker's store. The second Quonset building was purchased in 1949 to accommodate rapid growth. At that time, one building was the post office and the other was the store. The buildings had to be brought from Seward to Spinard by the Alaska Railroad because the Seward Highway had not yet been built. The Quonset buildings were replaced by New Brick Building in 1952. It's still there today. The only postmaster Spinard ever had. John Parker's mother, Nancy Parker, was appointed postmaster in nineteen forty eight. She was the only postmaster Spinard ever had. In nineteen fifty one or fifty two, a new post office was built on Fireweed Lane. In an article dated August ninth, nineteen forty nine, in the Spinard advertiser, a newsletter distributed to local residents and businesses, Nancy Parker wrote the following Spinard business boom continues. A recent survey listed twenty one home owned businesses and four Anchorage owned businesses in Spinard. Spinard is rapidly becoming self sufficient. What would Joe Spinard think? Today, Spinard is considered one of Anchorage's more colorful communities. With more than its share of characters. It occurs to me that Joe Spinard had a lot in common with modern day Doug Hager, also known as Mr. Whitekeys, and I suspect that Joe Spinard would have enjoyed Mr. Whitekeys' Spinard show, The Whale Fat Follies. You know, the show the Spinard Chamber of Commerce doesn't want you to see. Did you ever live in Spinard? Mary and I lived there for many years. Three of the great things about living in Spinnard was being close to my work at KTVA Channel 11 when it was in Spinnard and being close to Gwynny's Old Alaska Restaurant and Nico Garden. Do you want to send us a comment or share a story or just say hey? It's easy to contact us. Check out the contact us page on Anchorage Memories right now. And until next time, this is Mike.